What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It is the only sports podcast. I'm Will. That's Casino. That's and me. we are, it's Beanie Saturday. We're recording one episode this week. Kids, apps, wives, they just all got in the way, Casino. Everybody except the fans is trying to keep this podcast down. But we're rising from the ashes. <laughs> we're recording this at eight o'clock Saturday morning. We've done late shows. We've done afternoon shows. This is our first morning show. How you doing, Casino? I'm tired. <laughs> you look tired. Uh, I mean, but... I didn't get to that till about uh, till about like two thirty. So, yeah, that's how dedicated I am to this podcast, everybody. Yeah, um, I went to bed last night at two a.m. and woke up at six a.m. to pick my son up from his grandma's. So, I've been up for nothing. two hours. It's but just good. like uh, just like uh, Tom Brady on all the dating sites. We're back on it, Casino, because that's, <laughs> uh, I guess, breaking news for the pod within the past 24 hours is your boy is back on the market. You got a shot, Casino. 13 He's years. He's a man. <laughs> he is divorcing his wife. After 13 years, it is official. All the rumors are true. Do you think he will finally get back to being good at football now no, that he's single? Worse. Huh? Worse. He's not going to be able to keep up with football and all those Tinder chicks. <laughs> he's got Tinder. He's got Grinder. He's got Hinge. <laughs> he's got plenty of fish. I mean, he's going to be on all of them. But... So usually we do two shows a week, recapping the last week and then predicting this week. Obviously, we only did one episode this week and it's already Saturday. So I guess we'll just uh, do quick talking points from last week's games. I think really the biggest talking points coming out of last week was the Carolina Panthers beating uh, now single Tom Brady and the Bucks 21 to three. And then the Washington commanders beating the Packers 23 to 21 are the bears beating the Patriots. That was another big upset. Well, I'm saying as uh, like, is Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers Will they both miss the playoffs? Oh, yeah. Should you be worried about both? What's your thoughts oh, yeah. on that casino? They, they should both be worried. Um, Rogers a little more than Brady um, just because the difficulty of the, the teams in Rogers is, is a little bit, a little bit harder of a division. Um, Cause I mean, the bucks are, they, they were sitting first going in three, three until that game. But uh, so they are four, first, four they're still first in the no, the Falcons are first in the division, but the Saints and Panthers are now one game behind the Bucks. But I believe if both of them win, that would push Tampa Bay to maybe third or fourth in that division. So this division, it's like every week the standings can change from you're either first or last. Right. You, so you could Ricky Bobby it. Uh, um, yeah, no, uh, Rogers definitely has a. Uh, the harder uphill because he doesn't have any weapons at least tom brady still has weapons to work with i mean no matter even if they drop footballs you know when they're all by themselves at the 50 yard line and they could walk in for a touchdown but you know you drop it out of your hands besides that he's got weapons rogers does not 
Well, so, and uh, the Bucks, they have injured players. They have people coming back, people going back on IR. I don't know. It's a whole thing with them. But the Packers, I mean, you know what? I think the only thing to get the Packers back on track is for Aaron Rodgers to go on a uh, YouTube show and criticize everyone on the team. I think that's the only way to get the Packers back on track. Oh, wait. The breaking news, he did that, Casito. He already did it. <laughs> so he goes on the Pat McAfee show. Ugh. And he basically, dude, and then he like does these comments. This was then, rough. Then he double people are like, and like reporters are like, hey, uh, you want to retract or confirm or you know, clarify any of those statements? And then he doubles down on it and is basically like, uh, we're doing too we heard this last week we're doing too much doing too out much. there and then this week it was like oh the coach doesn't know what he's doing all the young players on the team need to step it up like my offensive line sucks like we're not good on deep like he literally just buried the entire team and then everybody's either sticking up for him or not sticking up for him i don't know how you can just be like that was the right thing to do publicly going out and saying everybody on the team sucks but me like because he truly thinks that that's the case oh yeah no he's definitely that guy who thinks he's the smartest one in the room and just like if you were doing like let's say like we have both bartended in the past or whatever he would come up to us and be like oh can i get a martini and martini's one ingredient right if you want vermouth two ingredients and then you would make it and then he would try it and then he would tell you how to make it and you'd just be like oh have you ever bartended before and he's like no this is actually my first martini i just know how to make them and you're just like oh yeah, okay and then, you're, then you're drinking an old-fashioned <laughs> yeah and it's just like i don't know but again it's like if aaron Rodgers had played flawlessly in all these games and had perfect passer ratings and they were still losing then it's like okay obviously he's not the problem but you watch that commander's game i know i did he was he was just throwing he was doing the russell wilson thing where he was running around just throwing balls in the dirt and then just giving up on plays like immediately like they were all over him but it was also just because he was holding onto the ball the whole fucking game i agree uh, but now, Casino, what everybody's been waiting for, your take, and you already mentioned it, Monday Night Football, the Bears, Eberflus, or however you say that guy's name, outcoaches Bill Belichick, that's, Monday that's Night Football. That was, that was the thing. It was not because of the quarterbacks. It wasn't, you know, changing them in and out. It was, he literally got outcoached for one of the very few times in his career. Belichick just got outcoached. The crazy thing was they made Justin Fields do like the Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, like all over us RPO uh, package. And he was, he had like 200 yards. It was like half of them were passing, half of them were rushing just all over them. Uh, So this is your, you've had uh, almost a week to reflect casino. What happened? Can is this a nail in the coffin for the Patriots? Is this a boost to the Bears? What do you have coming out of this game now that you've had time to like reflect on it? I think it's more a boost to the Bears than a nail in the coffin for the Pats. Um, I mean, Belichick, I mean, he doesn't get outcoached often, but he's going to bounce back. He's not going to really let this phase him. He, he, it's just another game to him. 
He's he's been in the league for so long. But for the Bears, this is a big boost for them. Like they can look at their coach and be, oh wow, um, he just out coached one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach, you know, out there. Yeah. And uh, I, if I was if I was one of his players, I'd be very very happy and. I'd be ready to go into the next game fully heated, just in the best way to to get on that field for your coach because he apparently knows what he's talking about. So I would listen to everything he had to say. Yeah, and I mean, Bears are sneaky for sneaky of the pod. Uh, a sneaky, like, kind of good right on the cusp team. It, They're three and four, very, yeah, which is was, crazy. It was very, very impressive. I mean, with what they did to Belichick it, or what – Pretty much just what um, what blanking name coach, uh, Eberflus, Eberflus, um, what he did to Belichick. You don't you don't see that. Um, no, and especially that, in. Really, I, I mean, the quarterback controversy. No, he's still working out. They're both young quarterbacks. I mean, Zappy just happens to be showing, you know, showing a bit of zip. So Zap. I don't think there's really. Yeah, I don't really think that there's a. A quarterback controversy. Mac's going to get the start. He just Mac was still coming off his injury. He probably couldn't get onto his back foot and throw it that well. It is what it is. Um, so I don't think there is a quarterback controversy. I just think, long story short, Belichick just got out. Well, with the quarterback controversy, so Mac Jones starts the game, gets booed on the field. There's zappy chance in the stadium. They're playing in uh, New England. Zappy then comes in after half. Was it after halftime or before no, halftime? Before half. So he comes in before half. Immediately throws. Uh, I wouldn't say a dime because the guy had to make a no, crazy no. adjustment to catch no, no, no. it. That but was, a deep. It was. Yeah, it was an overthrown ball that uh, Jacoby Myers barely caught. Made a great catch. But basically, Zappy comes in, drives him right down the field, scores a touchdown. The Patriots look like they have life. Then going into half, Bill Belichick is like, we're going to play both in the second half, which. Well, well, and then also the second drive when they scored a touchdown on the second Zappy drive, um, it was a deep ball to Parker. Parker had to do a jump up, get a crazy win against two players. That wasn't a good throwing ball really anyway. It's just Parker made a play on it. So I yeah. guess you have a little of an issue is, are they playing harder for Zappy than they are Mac? Then then there's an issue. Yeah. Um, but I don't think that's the case. I just, uh, Mac's going to have the start. They're still working on things there. Belichick just got out coached. That's what Do you, uh, what is it? Do you think, I know in your eyes there isn't, but do you think in the collective fan base, let's say Mac Jones comes out, uh, the Patriots play the Jets this week, right? And they oh, the Patriots always beat the Jets. Mac yeah, Jones, Jets defense. yeah. Mac Jones comes out, has a bad first half of the game. Do you think Belichick, the fans, you would be like, all right, we're not doing anything with Mac. Let's see what Zappy does in the second half. Yeah. Ooh, it's spicy. It's spicy. I like I mean, there's, uh, not, there's not a quarterback controversy. It's just a classic who's playing better. Yeah. I mean, that, 
it's not like, ooh, look at this, look at this. Happy <laughs> playing better than Jones. Like, no, Belichick's given both the shot. It's still rebuilding. We'll figure it out. What I love about these two quarterbacks is they almost look identical, but they're they just do. slightly different enough where you're just like, like if they both had their helmet off, you'd have to be like, which one is which? But then when they're on the field, I don't know, man. Zappy just looks like he has it, and Mac Jones either looks still beat up or just that he doesn't look as good as Zappy. Also, Zappy is fun to say, and I think that's underrated in this conversation. Zap, Zappy. There's two, there's so many puns. Mac Jones, you just have Mac. You can do Mac and cheese, something like that. And then you have Mac Jones, the rapper. That's it with Mac Jones. With Zappy, you got zip, you got zap, you got all these fun things to say. I'm team zap. <laughs> if That's the Pat- if the Patriots make the playoffs with Zappy, I'm buying you a Zappy jersey. That is my promise. And you have to wear it on the pod and say you're team Zappy. Okay. Deal. I'm not against that. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's dive into week eight. Uh, week eight started actually. Uh, well, we're doing the Saturday morning, so Thursday night, Ravens Bucks game, another shit, shit Thursday night game. I thought that game was boring as shit. Uh, we both picked the Ravens to win that game. I think everybody picked the Ravens because the Bucks look like they're just in free fall right now. Yeah, uh, they can't score touchdowns. Well, that's the thing. It's like you look at the stats and Tom Brady had a good game, but like on paper, but you're watching the game and they just don't move the ball at all. They have like no rushing attack whatsoever. Tom Brady looks like he's running for his life. What'd you say? Fournette is a dinosaur. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Nine carries, 24 yards. I mean, he's still a good dinosaur-ish, but he's not bad to have, but he, he is. He's a little older. Well, he looks at this point to just be like a goal line back, right? You just put yeah. him in, he runs straight forward, and that's pretty much that looks like his whole uh move like move set right now. And Tom Brady, 26 or 44, 325 yards. But I'll tell you what, I watched that whole game. I can't believe he got 325 yards. It was like he was having trouble moving the ball. It was all Mike Evans. Chris Godwin had six for 75. Evans had six for 123. Uh, Julio Jones, two for 21 and one touchdown. But their passing attack, I don't know what is – when you watch the Bucks team, you're like, this is one of the most talented offenses in the league. I have no idea why they're not, why they're not scoring. Tom Brady doesn't even just – he doesn't look bad because Mike Evan drops the ball at the 50 yard line when he can walk in for a touchdown. <laughs> That's why. I mean, that was as wide open in the NFL as you can get. Is that a Slurpee at eight in the morning? No, this is uh Dutch bros. We're uh, this podcast is also sponsored by Dutch bros. Uh, it's a green. Well, I mean, tea. don't, I mean, don't we have a lot of subscribers from out that direction? I mean, Stop by Dutch Bros. Tell them the only sports podcast sent you. They'll give you a free muffin. You heard it here first. Don't expect uh, the free muffin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, so Ravens, Bucks. Any uh, one takeaway from this game is no team wins with d- when dumb shit like this happens in games. You can always be like that team's losing, and this one was. 
a Bucks player running into his own guy signaling for a fair catch, and he just runs straight into him. The Bucks guy fumbles, and the Ravens get it, uh, the ball back, and then score a touchdown literally within the first, like, five minutes of the game. When one of those things happens, it's just, like, one of those things where you're like, okay, this team's losing. Like, nothing, that shit doesn't happen to good teams. I don't know no. why. It just doesn't. But uh, let's get into the picks, Casino. Last week... I demolished you, demolished you. You won uh, seven games. I won eight games. Crushed you, <laughs> crushed you. Uh, as far as the season goes, I'm at 49. You're at 53. So you're four games ahead of me. But this week, I can feel I, it. I still uh, haven't checked from... <laughs> that is... With you missing an entire week. So we're not going to count it until we get it, the numbers, but that'll never happen. Hey, so. this could be something fun for our fans. Go back <laughs> to the first cast and let us know which one. Uh, but let's dive into the picks with this game or with this week, week eight. Uh, first game, these stupid fucking London games that happen at 630 in the morning, our time. And it's this dumb shit, like these games they give us, Broncos, Jaguars. What? Another Broncos in prime time game? A standalone game. Uh, Russell Wilson apparently being cringe and as annoying as usual, doing leg rises or whatever, working out in the aisle of the plane for half the plane ride because he's dangerous. I hate it. I hate it all. I want name. the Broncos to lose just because Russell Wilson is annoying. And you may get your uh, wish on that. But what is going on with the Jaguars? This just doesn't you, feel your like team broke them. I honestly, I think that's what it was because this doesn't feel like a Doug Peterson coach team. Like, Doug Peterson's teams were always, when he was with Philadelphia, they were always just, like, maybe they weren't winning, uh, but when they were losing, they were still losing, like, competently, if that makes sense. Like, they weren't doing, like, dumb shit, like how the Bucks guys are running into each other, blah, blah, blah. They were just losing to better teams. Like, this Jaguars team came into this season all the hype in the world. Trevor Lawrence was in early conversations for like, could he be MVP or could he take that next step up? And he just doesn't look like he has it. I don't know, man. What do you make of the Jaguars at this point in the season, Casino? Dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, not good. I mean, I, they're a different team after that Eagles game. They yeah, well, because remember, they beat the Chargers like handily. And everybody was like, this is the Jaguars team we we're waiting for. This is who we thought it was. And then they laid an egg against the Eagles. And it was just like, OK, well, that's just because the Eagles were good. And then every game after that has looked like the Eagles game. So it's like, what's what's happening here? They I don't understand confidence. it. And then they uh, uh, send their 
best running back to the Jets in a trade where they get like nothing back for them. So it's like, are they just automatic? Are they already going back into like rebuild mode? I don't know. Oh yeah, they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. Oh wait, they already (laughs) got that. (laughs) Well, this also, this uh, draft coming up is supposed to be like a heavy, you know, quarterback driven drafts. So it's like, who are they trying to acquire draft picks for? They already have their quarterback for the future. Uh, do they apparently i don't know but they're the jaguars are two and five the broncos are two and five uh so and two... the jags are favored by two and five really they're favored yeah, two, two, two point five yeah <laughs> damn uh that's i feel like that's crazy the jaguars because again the broncos defense is legit they're a top oh let me pull up my defense stats but can you can you trust I mean, do you feel comfortable? Can you trust the 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 Broncos to do anything? Well, the yes Broncos no? have the second ranked de- team defense in the league, so I trust that defense to shut down a sputtering Jaguars offense. But I don't trust this Broncos offense to score more than what 10, 13 points a game, like. So if the Jaguars can somehow get two touchdowns in this game, I think they win, but I don't see how they can do that. Uh, who are you picking Before in this one, Casino? Uh, Broncos. Yeah. I think the Broncos I'm... at least have a little bit going for them. By the way, for all those viewers, yes, this is my headboard. Whoa. Is that why all the notches are in them? Oh, yeah. but i am also going on the uh with the broncos as casino's headboard and the broncos would say let's ride let's ride broncos (laughs) broncos uh i'm married (laughs) uh next up (laughs) dolphins at lions who you got in this one casino a returning to a a Dolphins team coming off a big Sunday night win. Uh, four and uh, three against one and five. One and five. I just feel like Detroit's going to continue this streak of they're a much better team than what their record shows, but they can't get past the hump. They're still the Lions. Um, yep. Miami's going to come out and, 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 do some work. Casino <laughs> was so tired. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I didn't get to wake up in two hours and get myself some uh, Dutch Bros. Yeah. Ask for a free muffin. Tell them I sent you. <laughs> uh, De- so Detroit, the, the their problem hasn't been the offense this year, except when they did play your Patriots team, which I don't know how it happened when we just saw what the Bears did to your Patriots team and the Lions couldn't score Outcoached. a oh, point. Yeah. They hadn't, it didn't have anything to do with the team. They were out schemed and out coached. Yeah. I think that's really what it was. The the schemes just were a blowing Belichick to mind, the out, apparently. Anybody rushing to the edge on the Pats? Yeah. Well, consistently, uh, you're going to get them. The good thing about Detroit is they're getting uh, Swift back this week. They they still have the fourth-ranked offense in the league, 32nd-ranked defense, so obviously you can score on them. I think Miami, 
I saw a stat where both Jalen Waddell and um, who's the uh, Tyreek Hill both are in top five in receiving yards this year. I think Hill's one and Waddle's third. So this, I feel like this Miami team is just going to have their way with this Detroit defense. This has potential to be blowout of the week, or it could be one of those high no, I got, scoring. I, I got a blowout of the week game. Oh, is it this one or no? No. Uh, but I'm picking Dolphins. Are you picking Dolphins as well? Yes, I am. So we're both picking Dolphins. Next up, I don't know what to make of this game. The Panthers at the Falcons. Uh, we saw oh, the I Panthers coming off a big day. win. Uh, the Falcons barely uh, losing to the Bengals. And by that, I mean they got blown out when everybody was picking them against the spread because they were so good, including myself. They broke my heart, ruined my whole parlay card. Ruined. Are the is this one of those situations where the Panthers somehow get rid of their best player but are a better team afterwards? That no. weird sports thing that happens. Not gonna happen. I don't I'd know. The shy. guy, uh the the guy who uh was rushing for them, or they had the two guys, right? The Hubbard and I can't remember the other guy's name, but that rushing attack against a good Bucks defense looked pretty good. I don't know. It was, yeah. what is his name? Oh, uh, Foreman and Hubbard. Foreman rushed for 15, 118, and Hubbard was 9 for 63 in a touchdown against a good Bucks defense. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of, again, Atlanta's it. fun. Just pick them. You know what? I'm back on the Panthers bandwagon. I'm picking the Panthers upset Ugh. against a fun Falcons team, but we talked about this last episode, a Falcons team where none of their stats add up to them winning. So how the hell are they winning? I don't know. The, yeah, Panthers, the Panthers at least have some sort of identity with a good rushing defense or a good rushing offense and a subpar defense, but at least they have good no, players what, what, on that team. What I think is going to kill the Panthers is they can't convert on third downs. They're one of the worst teams on third downs. And Atlanta, I don't know the exact positioning on on that but every time i watch them like they typically do pretty good i say about a 50 percent chance on third um some something like that but yeah uh it'd be a little less than that because 50 is pretty hard to do but uh all basically what i'm saying falcons are better on the third down than the panthers and i just think that the panthers aren't gonna be on the field as long as much as the falcons will be so so this is this is one of those games. This is one of those games where when you look at the team stats, Carolina has the worst offense in the league, 32nd, and it's by them in Tennessee have the worst offense, like bar none. Closest to them is Pittsburgh, who's like still way ahead of them. Atlanta has the 30th ranked defense. Carolina has the 18th ranked defense. So both these teams are Again, Atlanta is bottom of the list on both offense and defense, but, but they're, they're a fun number one team in to their watch. Division. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't think I think it's I one of those Patriots paper tiger in that division. Yeah. I, it's one of those paper tiger situations. I don't know. The Panthers, I just feel like maybe they get some momentum from last week. I'm picking the Panthers. You're picking the Falcons. Yep. 
It's going to be domination this week by one of us. Uh, Next up, sneaky, interesting game. I don't know if it'll be a good game. Cardinals at Vikings. Who you got for this one, Casino? Vikings. You don't think, do you think there's any shot the Cardinals win? Three and four I mean, Cardinals, five and one Vikings. No, no, there's a, there's definitely a shot, but um, you asked me my pick. I'm telling you it. Go with it, <laughs> Vikings. The goal. <laughs> the Cardinals ranked 15th in offense, but they got DeAndre Hopkins back. Uh, now the Cardinals defense, on the other hand, 22nd in the league. It has some players on it. You know, you got J.J. Watt over there. I don't know. Kirk Cousins has looked good this season, but it's almost—it's always one of those things with Kirk Cousins where it's like he has like three games a year where you're like, what the hell were you doing? Like in the game, you've looked good the rest of the season. I don't know. I am taking the Cardinals in an upset. I just feel like this is going to be one of those you're, weird. You, 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 you think that they're um, Murray and – uh Cliff they're gonna be fine working together i mean they're obviously not happy with each other no they clearly hate each other i think kingsbury i don't think he's a good coach but i don't know man just something i feel like it's also one of those things where when all the spotlight is on you as like oh the coach and the quarterback are just getting into it on the sidelines in the middle of a game and there's dissension and there's all this shit about Kyler Murray. And it has been for years, right? Where it's like, does he study? Does he even like football? Like everybody's making the jokes that the new call of duty came out. So he's just going to be playing that the whole time. Like it's all this stuff. This just seems like one of those things where that's the news going into this game. Nobody's really talking about the Vikings. Cause obviously the Vikings probably second, third best team in the NFC at the moment, but it's just like, this is one of those games where then the Cardinals come out and win. And then everybody's like ships righted. Like we overreacted to everything. And then they go on like a four game losing streak after this. And then everybody just acts like they called it the whole time. This is so you're classic the sports. Huh? You're picking the cards then, right? Yeah. This classic sports casino, classic sports story. I'm picking the cards in the upset next up. Now this game got much more interesting based on last week, which is bears at Cowboys. No, this is going to be a Cowboys are going to get, they're just going to crush them. And everybody's going to be like, Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Cowboys are the best team in the world and continue with that. (laughs) Well, I mean, How will this Bears offense, I know they scored on the Patriots, but how will they score on this uh, Dallas defense, best defense I've ever seen? How will they put up points? Uh, The offense. Rodgers isn't playing this week, right? Who? I thought Rodgers wasn't playing or somebody on there. I thought he was somebody he's complaining about a shoulder. For the Cardinals or or for the Cowboys or the Bears? Oh, I was thinking. (sighs) casino wake up go to dutch bros get a coffee drink and a muffin but uh the team never mind i'm in the wrong okay (laughs) let's start this over (laughs) all right uh so for the bears dallas game i don't know if you can really even take 
like what's happened previous weeks into account for this game, because both these offenses are rated at the bottom of the league in terms of uh, like yards, efficiency, all that. Chicago's 28th, Dallas is 29th, but Chicago looked like they had a very different offense last week. Obviously the Cowboys have a very different offense now with Dak instead of Cooper rush. You also have that. I'm sorry. You calling an upset? It sounds like you're walking that way. I mean, Chicago Bears defense, top 12. Uh, Dallas defense, best I've ever seen, even though they're six in the league this year. But I'm picking another upset casino. I'm picking chaos. I'm picking the Bears to continue their streak and upset the Cowboys in a close game. I didn't like what I saw from Dak last week. That game was like 6-3 deep into the fourth quarter. Uh, And then Dak Prescott, he beats bad teams. He puts up great numbers in garbage time. I don't know. I think the last week, that big win on Monday night, it's in the spotlight. I think it kind of like lifted up the Bears. And why not? Why not? I'm picking the Bears. Okay. You're picking Cowboys? Yes. And... Do you uh, dispute anything I'm saying? Eh. (laughs) Uh, Next up, we have Raiders at Saints. I don't know what to make of this game. The Saints have the number three ranked offense in the league, which I don't know how the hell that's possible. And the number 14th ranked defense, obviously the Raiders are much lower on both of those lists. Who you got, Casino? Raiders, Saints. Saints at the bottom of the division with this win could be tied for first. I'm not going to touch this game. Dude. This, oh. No. This is, the Raiders are two and four. For some reason, the Saints feel way better than their record. And so do the Raiders, but they both just have basically the same record except the saints have way better stat. i don't know i don't know to 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 turn turn the cup you can't see the logo there it is (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) oh man um who do you want and i'll pick the opposite (laughs) i think I am going to go. I think I'm going to go Raiders. And I'm going to go Saints. All right. I feel like my brother in law team. So, you know what? Let's just go with that and I can cheer with him. I just feel like the Raiders, they're one of the few teams that have scored more points than they've allowed with a losing record. If that makes sense, like they have a losing record, even though they've scored more points than they've allowed. I don't know. I just think the Raiders, maybe again, it's with the Bears thing. Like maybe they've got some momentum now. They feel like they should be better than they are. The Saints kind of feel like they're in this weird holding place where they have Andy Dalton in it. And when Jameis is okay, is he going to come back? Is Andy Dalton's been fine, but he hasn't been like lighting it up. But then Jameson hasn't been fun. Jameson where he's throwing for 500 yards and five touchdowns, five interceptions. I don't know. I don't know what to make of this Saints team. This Raiders team just feels like it's got the short end of the stick every week. And 
I still think their coach, Dennis Allen or whatever, I think he might be one of the worst coaches in the league. And he would be getting way more publicity as the worst coach if the actual worst coach the worst coach in the league wasn't in his division with Hackett in Denver. But yeah, I don't know. Give me uh give me the Raiders. I wish they had a fun saying like uh let's ride, but just win, baby. Right? That's their saying. Just win. Next up, casino. The two and five Steelers at the undefeated Eagles. You know, I'm going Steelers. Upset alert, upset pick here. Convince me otherwise. I'm just going to beat you on the picks for the year just because you keep going against your team. <laughs> I have six. I, I have, you would be beating me right now, right? On picks if you, if I pick the Eagles always... every week. Yes, I would be. And I honestly would have picked them every week, I think, except against that uh, Vikings team because I thought they were going to lose that one. But every other one, I would have picked them. But I got to keep this streak going. When they officially lose for the first time, if they lose for the first time, then I will start picking rationally. But this streak means more to me than picks on the show for that one game. I'm sorry, Casino. No, that makes it easy for me. Go Philly. (laughs) I think, but I do think uh, the Steelers had that upset win against the Buccaneers, but the Buccaneers now losing two weeks in a row to Steelers and Panthers. They just look like they're in a free fall. You have all the Tom Brady drama. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he didn't get a kiss from his son before either of those games. We don't know what's happening. Some of my my regulars have already... uh been making kissing his son jokes with the divorce and <laughs> all of that jazz i mean we don't and know if that wasn't I a factor we don't know just like we don't son's... know oh. can you imagine let's play because i just thought of this can you imagine how fun just sports media in general and how much fun we'll have on this podcast if it turns out that all the shit that Antonio Brown has been talking about is actually true. And like a couple months from now, he's seen out with like Giselle and they're like at a lunch or something together. I think that would blo- like, that would be the only, we would do a whole podcast just on that whole situation. Like, I don't Uncle, think Uncle, it's true. Uncle AB, Uncle AB. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's true, but if it is best news story of the year, that would be fun 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 capital f oh yeah uh but steelers eagles i don't know i don't think i don't think kenny pickett has it man every game i see him in he just doesn't look like he knows what he's doing out there i had high hopes for him coming out of college because you know you always hear about like the intangibles and people were like he does nothing in practice second he's in game he he like lights it up he's a winner like blah 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 but I don't know, man. I'm interested to see him against uh, this Phillies defense that's better than the Cowboys defense, but not, it's not Casino, the Cowboys' best defense of the century. Uh, Yeah, I'm taking the Steelers. You're taking the Eagles. Next up, your game, uh, Patriots, Jets. Who you taking? And this one, Casino, Mac Jones will be the starting quarterback. The motherfuckers on the other side. Who you got? This is gonna be a this is gonna be close. Um I think it's gonna be a very close game, but I'm just gonna go off track record. Belichick is good against the Jets, 
and Belichick has destroyed Zach Wilson. Yes. And I'm, pick, I'm only picking the Patriots based on that because the Patriots trying to score points. I mean, you, they've shown it though. They can score points on defenses. I mean, not even if they're good, they're, they're not getting crazy amounts, but they are still chipping away little by little. Um, I do think this solely comes down to Belichick could maybe, I mean, I, like I said, I don't think it phased him too much, but I'm sure he's not going to get out coached like that two games in a row. Yeah. Well, they That's also, Jets also thing. took a huge blow this week where they lost uh, Brees Hall. Brees he's Hall. now on the IR. He looked like their entire offense. They got James Robinson from Jacksonville, but how much can he get acclimated to this Jets playbook yeah, in no, a I, week's I, time? I feel really bad. I mean, I don't feel bad for the Jets because I don't care for the Jets, but <laughs> Brees Hall, man, I mean, that game alone, he had a uh, 64 or something like that yard touchdown. He looked like he was on track to win rookie of the year. I mean, oh, who was yeah. even close? He was, he was doing amazing, and I feel so bad for the dude. Yeah, and I feel bad for Jets fans, where it's just like you finally got some momentum, Me. some good stuff going. <laughs> you have uh, like an identity where you play really good defense, you run the ball, and then half of that equation gets taken out at the knees, literally. Uh, the thing that I don't know, man, like with the giants, it's like, you can look at Daniel Jones stats and be like, this is why they're winning, right? Like everybody thought they would win just in spite of him. They're winning actually with him. He's a good rushing quarterback, surprisingly good passing quarterback this year. And it's like all like, Oh, that's why they're winning the jets. Zach Wilson has one touchdown this year, two interceptions and less than 700 yards passing. I like when you watch this well, he Jets was out offense, a few games. It's what he was out a few games too. He still played in one, two, three. He still played in four games and he has one touchdown, two interceptions. Like he just hasn't looked good in the games. This Jets offense has weapons. He's too busy. <laughs> Banging mom. I mean, I just realized this when I looked up Zach Wilson stats. Uh, I remembered that he went to BYU. I did not remember that it was called the BYU Cougars. Do you think that had anything to do with him going to that school? (laughs) And then he got there and he was just sorely disappointed that there was no Cougars, no MILFs running around. And it was all just, you know, BYU kids that look like, uh, they all just look like those Christmas angels from like those old claymation shows, you know, the, the, or the elf, the one who wanted to be a dentist. So what you're saying is they look like Mac Jones and, and Bailey Zappi. Yeah. They, Mac Jones, <laughs> Bailey Zappi, Zach Wilson looks like the three quarterbacks. I imagine how all quarterbacks at BYU look, I'm just kind of, <laughs> uh, but uh, shout out to Jeff. Uh, uh, our Mormon friend, BYU Mormon. He didn't go there though. Uh, all right. So I think it's pretty obvious we're both picking the Patriots in an upset, but I don't know, man. This Jets team, it's fun. <laughs> I'm gonna send Jeff just this section of it right here. Next up, uh, we should start having there's like sneaky good games i don't know we should start having a term for 
shit game of the week or just looks bad. I don't know. Titans Texans is doing nothing for me. Tech, uh, Titans have one of the worst offenses in the league. They look like they're regressing on offense. Derrick Henry doesn't look the same, even though he still looks pretty good, but he doesn't look to Derrick Henry heights. Uh, Malik, uh, Malik Willis. If I feel like if he had one good game, Tannehill would have been out of there. Who you got in this one casino. And then the Texans, I don't even think they're worth talking about just a dumpster fire. Then uh, that's why I'm going with Tennessee. Tennessee four and two. I don't know how, uh, Texans one, four and one. I do know how, uh, yeah, no, I think it's, this- yeah, it's it, it, Tennessee. And if they lose to the Texans, I'd be thoroughly shocked. And I very, maybe you disagree with me, but, uh, Houston is only plus two, two and a half. How? I don't know. I mean, and you, see just, the, you just kind of said it though. You said, you know, you don't know how Tennessee's four and two. Maybe, maybe the sports books know more than us. Who knows? Maybe we should have them on this podcast. <laughs> I mean, be very first, confused because when we bring it up, they're gonna be like, "What's a podcast?" Never. Heard I was gonna say first, we'd have to explain to them what a podcast is, and it'd just be a whole rigmarole. But this is what, like, this is what I'm talking about with Derrick Henry, where he has five hundred. No, I'm gonna stop you right there. A rigmarole. Oh, the rigmarole game? Is that what we're going to start calling the bad games? Rigmaroles? But rigmarole doesn't mean bad, but it's just fun to say. It's just fun to say. Okay, yeah, we can say it. The rigmarole game of the week, Titans-Texans. No, I don't like it. We're going to move off that. We're going to find something different. (laughs) We'll workshop it. You said it again, and I just, you said it, you said it again, and I just couldn't stand it. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll workshop it. But, uh, Derrick Henry, he's putting up the yards, but I think the issue is the attempts. Like, this is last four games. 20 attempts to get to 85 yards, 22 attempts to get to 114, 28 to get to 102, 30 to get to 128. It just feels like he's you doing a lot more attempts to get to less numbers than he's had in the past. And I think that's the you know, warning sign of like, we were talking about Leonard Fournette earlier, like the warning sign of an aging running back who just has taken a million hits over the years where it's just like, now you're doing more quantity over quality just to get to the same place you used to be. I don't know when he, when I see games with Derrick Henry, it just looks like now he's running as hard, but getting less for it if that makes sense. And, but despite all that, I can't talk myself into a Texans upset. I've done too many no. upsets this week, and I really don't think there's any shot of the Texans winning. Uh, I'm picking Titans all day. I'm assuming you are as well. Yep. And next up, uh, not even sneaky good, uh, maybe at the beginning of the season, but now just a good game, Giants-Seahawks. Seahawks, one of the most, I think both these teams, probably the two most surprising teams this year, maybe throw the Jets in there as well. Six and one New York Giants at four and three Seattle Seahawks, the four and three NFC West leading Seattle Seahawks, which is insane. Uh, Who you got in this game casino? Giants. It's supposed to be rainy, supposed to be nasty. Jones and Barkley are going to hold onto that ball like they do every game. But 
they're not going to have to worry about passing. And Geno Smith has been mostly passing this year. So I'm going to go Giants. And I keep going. Like, I wasn't going with them. I was like, ah, Giants are bad. I want to I think they're bad. I think they're going to go 7-1. and one And this, this franchise and these fans are going to lose their shit. <laughs> this is again the giant this giants team is right there with atlanta where it's like when you look at all their stats it's like how are they winning games all their games have been within one possession which is insane but sometimes i think tennessee had this last year where it was like they had a great running game average defense but they were just winning all the one score games and that's how they got the number one seed in the afc and the Eagles are undefeated in that division, but that still only means the Giants are one game back. So the Giants are keeping pace in that division. And then obviously there's Dallas right there with only two losses. So uh, crazy thing about the Giants, 19th in both offense and defense. So they're kind of middle of the pack in both, but they play hard. Brian Dable definitely in contention, if not the front runner for coach of the year. This Giants team just is, I won't say they're No no question, because nobody, especially us. Oh, no, we thought thought the Giants Giants were going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah. I I thought this was going to be a reversed uh, number stat line. I thought it was going to be one and six. And I think we can say the same about the Seahawks. We thought without Russell Wilson, they're losing all their – uh, players everywhere. We thought they were going to be a dumpster fire as well. Seahawks have been fun to watch. Geno Smith is having his Geno resurgence. And I like the Seahawks, but I just think this Giants defense or this Giants team is just really well coached. They know what they are and they play really well into it. I'm picking Giants as well. And I can't believe the New York Giants are going to be seven and one. That is that is crazy. Uh, next up, uh, rigmarole contender for worst game of the week as well. The Commanders versus the Sam Ellinger or Ellinger, however you say his name, led Colts. Uh, we didn't talk about that because we didn't do a review of last week. We kind of only touched on a couple bullet points, but the Colts are essentially benching Matt Ryan to bring in Sam Ellinger. Uh, uh, Matt Ryan is leading the league in interceptions. The Colts, I but I really, when you watch the Colts game, it feels like it's all Matt Ryan because uh, Jonathan Taylor really doesn't feel like he's doing anything this season. I don't even know if he's injured or not, but I don't know, Casino, what to make of this Colts team. I don't know what to make of this Commanders team led by Taylor Heineke. So. I'm going to throw my hands up in the air and succeed to you. I will now do the thing where whoever you pick, pick, I will pick the opposite. Who are you picking? I'm just going to stick with the line then. And then I'm going to go with Indy at minus three. Ooh, does at home. Do you think uh, their offense gets better or worse with a new quarterback? can't get worse (laughs) i mean the i feel the colts i feel like were one of those teams at the beginning of the season where everybody was picking them as like the clear favorite in that division where they'd be battling you know with a a surging jaguars team a let down titans team and 
they're still only one game back in that division. They're three, three, and one. But everybody feel, was three, four, or three, and three. Yeah. Or they four, just feel well, three, they four, also four, feel four, like three. bad, right? They feel like the Broncos, where it's just like, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, this Colts team, I don't even know what their stats are. The Colts, I feel like the Colts defense is good, and they are, they're top eight. They're a top eight defense in the league, but that offense, like you said, is 16th in the league, but they just feel worse. I don't know, man. Uh, I, I don't like feel when like you wear they... beanies, by the way. What? I like when you wear beanies. Yeah. Usually that used to be your thing. You used to be Beanie Boy. Everybody called you that. That was your nickname, Beanie Boy. Yeah. And now and I never I see you wear a be- beanie. It wasn't because I wore beanies. It's just because I have small nuts. You know? <laughs> I thought it was because of your excessive Beanie Baby collection, but there was a lot of layers to that nickname. Uh, but also, I want to get this right here for the podcast listeners. Why did you stop wearing beanies? Because I'm serious. Wearing, for like I, three I, years of your life, I never didn't see you in a beanie. I started wearing hats. Oh, that is true. Now you do wear hats. Wait, but you're not wearing right a now. beanie or a hat on the podcast. I don't think you've done it in one. I have a couple times hats. It's just, I don't know. With with, with this, I don't like it because the little the little metal part from the top, like it's right there, and I just don't like it. Also, um, I don't like beanies that don't have a poof on top. Beanies should have poofs. That's my hot take for this week. That's my podcast hot take. Take it to the bank. Go get your muffin. Tell them I said that. Right. We, uh, we need to get back. <laughs> on track here um <laughs> we only got about 30 minutes to go and we still haven't even talked, talked about anything else so our producer aka the time is yelling at us uh we only got okay, three more I, games I to get go. a grandfather time let's go uh i hate that commercial with lebron james it's the worst oh me too the father yes. time one i'm already sick of it it's been on the air for like a week and a half uh and how many times have you seen it dude every time i watch an nba game they play it every commercial break there's like three of them that they just rotate. I hate it. Uh, 49ers, Rams. Who you got for this one? Casino, the Christian McCaffrey led. This is 49ers. a pick'em game. This is this a good is a, game. This is a pick'em game. Um, I'm going Niners. Ooh, I think I'm going Rams. So, That's fair. and I was going to say that before you even said that. So it's nice when we have a little dissension. Why are you picking the Niners? Because I'm underwhelmed by what I see in the Rams. But you're not pick. underwhelmed by what you've seen with the, the 49ers? They're yeah, three they're and four. I, they're kind of where I thought they would be, honestly. I wasn't one of those people from the get-go. Maybe I am. Look at the old podcast. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, no, I didn't. I don't think I've ever said that they were going to be an explosive team. I picked the Rams to go from the NFC. So, yeah. I'm a little just personally underwhelmed on the Rams, and I just think the Niners will do it. I think having Christian McCaffrey now, and he's got a little bit of time there, um, they're they're going to look much better. I I don't know. I feel like well, the Rams defense is top five in the league. The 49ers defense is top three in the league. So this really might just come down to who has the better uh, defense that day because both these offenses feel like they are just not at what they should be, especially with the weapons on offense they have. You know, you have... And I think I think giving McCaffrey the ball and letting him do a little bit more is going to 
help and benefit the offense of the Niners because then it takes the ball out of Garoppolo's hand and he's not messing up. Yeah. I mean, the Rams, 26th ranked offense. They've obviously been disappointing. Their whole offense is Cooper Cup. Yeah. If, like, that's it. Fantasy. I haven't talked I, about my fantasy in a while. No. Well, my fantasy's in the toilet. I'm, I'm, I went, I was undefeated first four weeks. I've lost the last three weeks. Six and one, baby. Six uh, and one. Downward spiral. Downward spiral. Uh, the F- San Francisco 49ers, 14th ranked offense. And that's obviously before they added Christian McCaffrey. So I, but I do want, I am going to watch this game just so I can see what kind of plays they do with Debo and what they do with Christian McCaffrey. Cause I feel like you can do some interesting scheming oh, with yeah. having those two who can basically you're still do picking everything. The Rams, though. I, but I'm still picking the Rams. I just think, I don't know. I just feel like this Rams team just oh, I know you, 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 you're, you're realizing that was a bad pick and you're just going to stick with it because you don't want to look like you yeah. messed up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I also, well, I also trust Sean McVay over Kyle Shanahan, who I think is one of the most overrated coaches ever, but next game casino. Also, I my am still picking the Rams. Of the week. Go Rams. You're what? This is going to be my blowout of the week. Really? And that is Packers Bills Sunday night in this is in Buffalo, right? Yes. And is that why you're picking it as blowout of the week? Um, no, I'm picking it blowout of the week because you have these this Packers team that's already on a three game skid, and they haven't really played that good teams. I mean, their wins are against the Bears, the Bucks and the patriots their losses vikings giants jets and commanders they're not a good team they're finally going to be playing a juggernaut a oh, team yeah. that is contention to win the super bowl they are going to get obliterated i <laughs> can't wait for this to happen and this is where i was saying rogers is out right rogers isn't playing this game from what i heard no i think he's playing this game oh, is he did I Wait. hear something wrong then? I thought he was out because it, he heard he was talking about he heard a pop in his arm or something like that. This would be breaking news to me. I have not heard this. Uh, no, I think he is starting because every headline I see about him is just talking about his dumbass comments. Well, so I I heard something wrong here then. But does that change your opinion on this game? No, not at all. What it was, I think I keep because, you know, they're obviously this is the Sunday night standalone game. So they're trying to hype up like, oh, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he uh, in prime time, he's I, got like, where did I read this? And I must have. Huh. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, they're trying to do the thing where it's like Aaron Rodgers in primetime games, he has 35 touchdowns, only two interceptions, you know, like he's yeah. only lost like uh, one game. But to, I, I apologize don't... to all my listeners. I, I got fed some misinformation. I thought I, I read that. My bad. But <laughs> regardless, the Bills are going to blow him out. 
But yeah, I don't think that changes anything. I'm also picking the Bills. I don't know if I'd go blowout. I feel like this is one of those games where at halftime, it's going to be like 14-10. And then third and fourth quarter, the Bills just lay like three, four touchdowns on them. And then the end stat is like... It it is a 10 and a half Bills favored. And I think it's going to end up 25. Really? I do. Woo! Blowout of the week. I mean, I don't think the comments or any of the Aaron Rodgers this week, I don't think that motivates anybody. I think it more pisses people off than like, oh, Aaron Rodgers thinks we suck. We better step it up. I more feel like it's like, fuck him. And then they go out and just get fucking annihilated. So I'm also picking the bills. I also feel like 10 and a half sounds like a lot, but when you look at it, like not, I don't feel like that's enough like of a line i would take that all day uh for the bills to win by 10 uh but then again you should not take my gambling advice so do with that what you will uh last game of the week halloween night monday night Bengals browns in a spooky matchup good good game (laughs) i uh i don't know what to make of this browns team i feel like i overrate them in my head but no, I don't no, trust. No. They're good. They blow it in the fourth every single time. They blow it with the last six minutes. That's why I'm choosing Cincy is Cleveland can't close out a game. Yeah. And I've been right about that every time I've picked them since I've been saying that. Yeah. Since he's going to win. They have the Ravens fourth quarter-itis where they lead the whole game and then they just give it up in the fourth. Uh, does the Jamar Chase being out, I believe he's going to be out four to six weeks, does that uh, worry you about this Bengals offense? Nah. Not I at f- all. I still feel like they have T. Higgins. They have uh, Tyler Boyd. I still feel like they have weapons on this offense. They obviously have... uh, Joe Burrow's going to figure it out. Yeah. They obviously have Joe Mixon uh, running behind a... I don't know what they did to this line to improve it, where Joe Burrow's not just getting murdered every player, running for his life. This uh, offensive line finally looks like they're cohesive, and Burrow has been lighting everybody up. Uh, Jamar Chase is obviously a big part of this offense, but I still think they have a good enough supporting cast to beat a Browns team that, I don't know, their defense is ranked six in the league, so they do have a good defense, but it's kind of the Broncos scenario, right, where it's like great defense and then the offense, you have no idea what you're going to get, or they don't live up to the potential of what they are. I'm picking the Bengals as well, just because I like Joey B, he might be one of the few quarterbacks in the league where I was like, man, I wish that guy was on my team. I don't know. He just looks like he has that poise, that swagger, and it just looks like he's unfazed by literally everything. But that's what I also like about Jalen Hurts. So I don't know. I'm picking the Bengals as well. We have enough games this week where it will different, where it'll probably be a blowout one side or the other. I'm picking me casino, but you know, you have a shot. Uh, Let's move off of football and go to game one of the world series played last night. What a game. Dude, that game. I watched the whole thing. Great game. Great comeback win. We had the sound in at the bar. Everybody was just absolutely just, loving every second of it and that's baseball 
Uh, yeah. No, that game was on both TVs at my work. Uh, it was, yeah, great game. The The Astros, I believe, were up five to zero. And then the Phillies come back, score six yep. unanswered. It goes into extra innings, ends in the 10th. Uh, in Houston, Philly stealing uh, game. I honestly thought this was going to be an Astro sweep. Maybe the Phillies win one game. But after that first game, I don't know. There's something about this Phillies team. Uh, it's making me doubt my pick, but I still think Astros have potential to win the next four. But I, I'm not going to lie. After last night's game and just the way they came back and won it, I'm kind of doubting that and think that Phillies have a chance. What do you think, Casino? Uh, yeah, I mean, the Phillies, they're, they're not they're not the most exciting team to watch, but they have been getting it done. They were drinking at the right time. I picked the Guardians as being the sneaky pick, but the Yankees beat them, um, you know, barely. But the next closest team that was sneaky good and, and – Stride, um, striding at the right time happened to be the Phillies, and they just look good. They're not, they're not, they don't look like the best team, but they look like a fun team. It's a fun team to root for. Obviously, the Astros still kind of have that like villain you cheated kind of stink to them. Phillies feel like that good old Philly underdog thing that everybody loves or hates about Philadelphia with the underdog Rocky, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, man, if, but I'll tell you what the game two is tonight in uh, Houston. Again, if Phillies win first two games in Houston, then I feel like all bets are off. If this game is, or if this, the Astros win this game and it's one, one going into Philly, I still feel like, the Phillies should be excited about that. But then I also feel like there's that doubt that creeps in. But if they go up 2-0, taking both games in Houston, I would, I feel like I'd have to pick the Phillies to win. I don't think Houston can come back from that kind of deficit. I don't know. Right. I don't know. It's, but the much yeah, so better something... series already than I thought it would be. Um, you know, it's also very exciting is there is a lot of money riding on this series. Did you see the mat what mattress Mac the 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 big time Vegas better could win could walk out with if the Phillies win if if the no if Houston wins no what is it 75 million dollars oh my he's put god so much money on it and he's got he's you know has people in in his you know all of his following like Pretty much everybody is <laughs> hammering wise the, yeah. the Astros to win. Yes. And these sports books will lose a lot of money <laughs> if the Houston wins. So after last night, Mattress Mac, the big time Vegas better, he is shitting himself. Oh, yeah. Especially with, I just think if they, the Phillies would have won, you know, six to five and it was like a back and forth game, then I feel like I would feel more confident in the Astros. But losing that way where you're up five zero and then you lose six to five, like that's just, I don't care how good of a team you are. That's just got to put that doubt in your head and make you do that thing where you're like, fuck, man, how did we give up six? runs to these 
this like team that we're clearly better than and everybody is picking to win or everybody's picking to lose to us i don't know man. Uh, so it's 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 the caesar sports book i just see an article from the las vegas review journal caesar's rooting against astros because of mattress mac bet <laughs> i also oh, think oh man the one thing we didn't talk about in this is but justin accept, they, but here's the thing the crazy thing is they accepted the bet I mean, yeah, they accepted it, so they can't not, like, basically, you know, let yep. him let him make the bet. If he went up to the, the counter and was like, I want to place this, and they were like, no, then it's like, okay, but because they accepted it, whatever the outcome is, like, sucks to suck, but if he wins, he wins. Uh, last thing I think on the World Series that we need to talk about is Justin Verlander, he has one of the worst World Series postseason records of all time. He's just, for some reason, can't get it together in the World Series. Do you think that's a factor at all in, you know, the Phillies winning this game? Because Verlander obviously isn't going to be pitching every game. So do you think it's just that kind of jinx Verlander thing and the Astros win the next four? Or do you think it's deeper than that? man i don't know he's looking good this year man he is looking good this year um i i don't know i just think um houston yes they put up those five runs early but they should have been able to they left a lot of guys on base they should have been able to close this out well, they Especially. lost in the 10th inning with, with two guys on base. Yeah, and they only on had, what, like third. one out or whatever? And then it was just two outs in a row. And, yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't know. Good baseball. Good baseball, though. Go Phillies, because I just I, – I have a friend who works for the Caesar Sportsbook, and he's like, yeah, my company would – they wouldn't go bankrupt, but he was like he, – how he described it to me the other night is like, oh, you you know, you're in one of those, like, uh, mini tanks and you're at war where it's just, <laughs> it's just like you in the tank and nobody else and you just got peppered with a couple of uh, 50 cows it left <laughs> some holes in you but you're still moving i mean i don't think anybody's gonna feel bad if casinos lose money they've taken enough from us over the years it's time we take back but then again i'm also i think the phillies uh, i don't know casino. i think they could win uh, I'm hoping this. they pick, win. You, pick you, pick do do your Eagles thing. Pick Houston yeah. all day. Well, I am doing the the. I think Houston still wins in five, but that might just be reverse jinx because I want to see the Phillies win. So there we are. Uh, now let's move over to NBA and the big story coming out of the NBA is Saturday morning. It is now nine o'clock. The Los Angeles Lakers 0-5 casino. 0-5. So bad. I, I don't know it. when they're going to win their first game. It is fun to watch. I don't uh, see them. I mean, they're not making the playoffs this year. Oh, they're no. Not. I don't I don't even think they're going to be the playing team, the eighth seed. I think they're done, done. I don't think they can right this ship. Uh, 0-5. Uh, LeBron, again, everybody said, I think I even said at the beginning of the season when we did our little NBA preview, LeBron's going to put up numbers, but they have nothing else, right? Russell Westbrook is shooting 
just abysmally, abysmally, this Lakers team is the worst from the field shooting team in NBA history. Like, just I mean, catastrophic. They're as bad as, yes, there is a team called the, the Sacramento Kings. They're as bad <laughs> as the Kings. Well, and the Kings have been a dumpster fire for two decades That's at what this I'm point. saying. Nobody yeah. knows about that team. Well, the Lakers have also been an underrated dumpster fire for ever since Kobe left. They have that one bubble championship, but that's like a season where everything had to go right for them. Anthony Davis had to avoid injury and play to his max potential. They also had a bunch of kind of like role-playing guys who were playing out of their minds. I'm thinking of like Caruso just had a great, great Western Conference Finals and then an NBA Finals. So I don't know what um, – I feel like that was a more of a outlier than like, a, you know, how they usually do because this Lakers team, abysmal, abysmal. Like, man – and then Warriors kind of struggling, look like they might be getting on this uh, back on the track. Uh, Jordan Poole has actually played pretty great since, you know, getting sucker punched by his teammate. The, the Trailblazers and Dame Time are the number one seed in the uh, Western Conference, and they look great. It looks like the resurgence and not only of that, They have the best Lillard. record in the NBA currently. Oh, they are. Oh, let me look. Oh, yeah. But five and one. Yeah. they're five and one. The Bucks, obviously, Giannis is, I think, clearly the best player in the NBA right now. And he's I'm making still, a case. Yeah. And you know, but out of that, out of the central over there, I do want to commend you on this guy. I mean, with Boston coming out and they had, you know, their good start um, last night, they did lose to the Cavs. And you said the Cavs would be a sneaky good team this year. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. I think what is it? So I got I, I got to commend you on that. Like, it's, I, I watched a little bit of that game, and it's, as soon as they lost, I was like, "DJ said this. Look, look, well, look, at, look at what Will's doing over here." <laughs> well, I think I, I called you Will. I don't like that, DJ. I don't care. Ugh, you can call gross. me whatever you want. Uh, you've known me more no longer than all of our listeners combined. So they, you can call me whatever you want. Uh, just please don't call me Daddy. Keep that off podcast, right? I want that just well, every, special between you and I. Yeah. And, and for my viewers, every time I call him and he answers the phone, he does say, talk to daddy. Uh, that is true because I am 12 years old at heart. But <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this this uh, this Cavs team, Donovan Mitchell is also having kind of a little resurgence here. They This Cavs team was like one of the youngest last year, but they had that kind of nucleus that just looked like, they like playing together. They have potential all-stars. And then you add an actual all-star like Donovan Mitchell. I really like this Cavs team. They're fun. They're young. They are just beating teams nobody thought they could beat. And yeah, they're my dark horse team. I don't think they have enough to make it out of the Eastern Conference Finals, you know, where you have teams like the Bucks. I think the Celtics will get on the right track. Uh, the Hawks are always, the Hawks are always, I feel bad for Hawks fans. They're always within the Eastern Conference, like mix, right? They're always like the four to seven seed. And then they always just lose in the playoffs to teams with superstars. Uh, I also said the Bulls would be good. Uh, they're seven seed right now. 
the Raptors, I don't feel, I feel like the, the 76ers and Heat will take that Raptors spot. Uh, yeah, I think the East is way more interesting than the West. I think the West, the Suns, Grizzlies, Jazz, Nuggets, everybody kind of expected those. Trailblazers, uh, surprise. Warriors kind of on the come up. Mavericks, two and two. I feel like they can also go on a run at any time. Pelicans, same thing as Cavaliers. Sneaky, young, fun team to watch. So, yeah, what? We're two weeks into basketball or whatever, and so far it's been a pretty damn entertaining basketball. I got NBA League Pass, so I'm watching way too much basketball casino it's uh yeah fun 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 now let's move over to nhl give us your nhl report casino anything sticking out there's there's ice (laughs) um no uh yeah no there's a few things um so not ruins eight one I was gonna say with 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 the West, not not too much. Um, the Stars were a pick, the Avs were a pick. Like I said, they're gonna be doing well. Um, oh yeah, I'm gonna get there. I'm just I'm I don't there. I don't know and what then, you're talking about. I'm just pressing my beanie. <laughs> um, the Kings behind the Seattle Kraken is a little a little funny, but it's early in the season. But I mean, the Knights, the Flames, and the Oilers. Like I said, the Pacific is the strongest out of the Western Conference. Um, and then, I mean, the Avs, like I said, they're going to be good. The Stars are going to be good. Um, they're still in the top three uh, over there. And, yeah, and then so moving to the Eastern. So I did not expect the Bruins, especially with releasing Bruce Cassidy, who's now the Vegas head coach. That's not me to try to talk about Vegas because I'm a Vegas fan. <laughs> I'm just surprised that the Bruins are 8-1 and one, um, with 16 points after nine games. They're looking solid um and and they're and they're beating teams pretty handedly which is um actually fun and impressive to watch why is it doing that sorry no come on now come on now um there we go uh yeah there there's they've had a few good good teams in there i mean they they beat the stars which was a good team um and that's pretty much it um (laughs) Yeah. uh, Well, the Eastern Conference, really, it just looks like the Bruins and then everybody else. It's kind of like NFL thing where everybody else is kind of just jumbled together. Yeah. Um, The Maple Leafs, like I said, they they should be a good team, but they'll make the playoffs. They'll make the playoffs. They haven't had a good start so far. They lost against some of the worst teams in the league. However, I don't see... I have I have concerns with seeing how they're playing now. Obviously, it's a longer season. Um, like I said, I I doubt I doubt they'll miss the playoffs, and I'm just wondering if they're going to look like this in that first round of the playoffs, like they typically do. They just yeah. need a W. So the, I guess the most surprising thing is the Lightning being four and four. Very shocked, actually, extremely shocked. Um, well, and to touch and then, base on what you were saying about the Maple Leafs, that is the Golden Knights game I went to with the Maple Leafs. Uh, shockingly, the the stadium itself was only like, I want to say like 70% full. So much em- emptier than I thought it would be, which only says to me like, Golden Knights, lower your ticket prices. Why are tickets to things so expensive? You play 
100 games a season. Like, give a brother a break. That's all I'm saying. Continue, Casino, with your rant. Yeah, what he said. <laughs> uh, yeah, what he said. No, but for real. Um, anyway. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, that game. Uh, yeah, it was 3-1. It was 3-1, and the Knights do that thing where they are like, if you if the Golden Knights score within the first minute after the or in the third period, uh, if you text this number, you have a shot at four thousand dollars. So everybody's going fucking crazy in the third period. They score within the first 45 seconds, blows the roof off the place. Everybody's losing their shit. Everybody had text that number. I text that number and I did not win the $4,000. So, you know, I'm excited for the soccer season. Um, Again, a little surprised with the lightning, the canes, that's kind of the better favorite uh, to win the whole cup right now. Um, Had been the hurricanes or one of the teams, at least I'm surprised with the flyers in the metropolitan. So the kind of what I'm looking with the East is the, the bad team are looking pretty okay and some of the good teams are looking mediocre which you know it's it's pretty jumbled over there the west it's clear i'm pretty i was almost spot on you just take the jets out and you put in like i said though i couldn't remember who i'd pick either the wild or the blues to come out as the third team out of the central um guaranteed but i mean the pacific i'm right us flames knights or the knights flames oilers and then Kings are right behind the Kraken, which they'll get their shit figured out. And so there's your four strong right there out of the Pacific. And then I say that last wild card spot is up for grabs. Um, yeah. So it's been it's been entertaining. I'm going actually tomorrow. Oh, um, nice. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the Winnipeg Jets, who are five and three right now. Um, but they have lost to us already this season um, in Winnipeg. So now they're coming here um so yeah i'm excited uh sorry drop my mic i am excited to see that and uh yeah should be a good good game i'll give you the rundown inside the arena like you said last time (laughs) that was my my rundown of the arena was tickets are too expensive uh help a brother out make them cheaper so i can take the family that's my that's my hot take. Uh, this, last thing. This this is not me. This is not a sponsor. Just like Dutch Bros, um, you will get a free muffin out of it if you ask. Uh, but the Game Time app. I, that's what I've been using, and you can find some good cheap tickets on there. Do you have to wait for the game to start to get the tickets, or no, is no. it? Oh, okay. I got them yesterday. I mean, I could have waited probably till today or tomorrow before the game got a cheaper, but. They're still pretty cheap. Last thing we will talk about before we get out of here, Casino, is we have been negating college football, which is sad because this is, I feel like, one of the most wide-open college football seasons we've had in a while. Uh, The clear dominant team up top, we got two of them, Georgia, Ohio State, and then we get to Tennessee has a great quarterback. Michigan has a great team overall. I think Clemson at number five is one of the most overrated teams in the country. I think Clemson, if they make it to the playoffs, gets blown out first round. I don't trust Clemson at all. Uh, 
Two weeks no, ago, we did not I, talk I, about it. Alabama falling to Tennessee. Tennessee. We were right. We called it exactly what happened. Tennessee ran all over him with that quarterback. Yeah. Um, and that wide receiver had like 300 yards or whatever. Like, great I, I love seeing Alabama outside the top four. It is just juicy, juicy, juicy. And I think when they juicy play good. Georgia in the SEC championship game, they'll get blown out again, which will officially – I don't think they'll get blown out, but they'll definitely get their ass kicked. No, they'll, still, they'll, still, get, they'll still get put in just because. Yeah. And, well, duh, and they'll win the Alabama. national championship because <laughs> yeah. I think uh TCU sneaky fun to watch. I think Oregon does what Oregon does every year. They lose their first big ranked and game of the year. Just crush from there, and then they get blown out in the first round. Yeah. Or their their bowl game. Yeah. So this is Oregon to a T, lose to an out-of-conference big ranked team then they destroy everybody in the pac 12 and then they get into the playoffs or a bowl game get blown out and then it's rinse and repeat with oregon so right on track as usual uh oklahoma state i have no confidence in ucla and usc is a fun uh kind of dynamic right now where usc is 11th ucla is on the west coast yeah, it's fun to have West Coast teams in there. I think that UCLA might be on upset alert in Cal. Or no, I'm sorry. Cal is playing. Who does Cal play this week? Oh, they play Oregon. And Cal, for some reason, always plays Oregon uh, well. I think that line is like 16 and a half. I wouldn't give 16 points to Oregon against Cal any day of the week the big game this week is ohio state penn state uh that's actually going on right now ohio state three penn state zero uh penn state's got the ball at their own 35 i think that has potential to be a blowout i just think ohio state and georgia are so clear and ahead of everyone in this league i think and i don't trust penn state i also actively root against penn state for all that fucking jerry sandusky stuff i don't know how anybody can root for them after all that uh it just feels weird uh but i think ohio state and this is unbiased take i think penn state is good but i think ohio state is so much better i'm calling uh just blowout i think it's blowout casino and then other interesting game this week is kentucky tennessee but i think this is the week tennessee officially like puts their flag in the ground and says we're legit. And I think they just blow the doors off a promising yeah, Kentucky today, team. That's that's today, 4 p.m. Pacific ESPN. Watch it. It's going to be good. I will be watching it. Yeah, I think that's a good game. I always, I think TCU West Virginia is sneaky interesting. And then I think Cincinnati UCF is also a good game. So uh, Florida, Georgia. I don't know why they're hyping this up just because it's an SEC game. I think Georgia Georgia's, wins by Georgia's favored by Georgia's favored by twenty three. Yeah, I think I think that line should be higher. I don't think Florida has it this year, and Georgia looks unstoppable. Maybe their oh, only competition. Just speaking is Ohio about State. the Ohio State and Penn State game update. Clifford interception. Uh, so yep. Uh, now Ohio State has the ball at uh, Penn State 41. Ooh. Uh, last good game is Ohio or Oklahoma State, Kansas State. I'm picking Oklahoma State, but I still think that'll be a good game. And then Syracuse, 
Notre Dame, I think it's tied right now, but I think Syracuse kind of fun team to watch, but a lot of good sports way, the going Rebels, on right now. The Rebels, my UNLV Rebels played Notre Dame last week and still put up 21 points without the leading rusher and quarterback out because he's still out with his concussion for three games in a row. We're four, the, the UNLV Rebels are four and four. And I was, I was so excited for this game. I think if they had their starting quarterback and the starting running back, they it could have beat Notre Dame. They could have been within a touchdown or beat Notre Dame. Ooh. I was so sad. Watch that, th- that they still scored 21 points with no offense. Yeah. Oh, uh, but that about does it for us. Casino, you got anything we haven't touched on? No, we covered it all. We talked NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, and now college football. That's it. That's everything. Uh, yeah. Casinos. Uh, nice to have you back. Nice to see, uh, your beautiful head, not covered by a beanie like mine is, but we will be back. We're going to start a new schedule next week where we're going to be dropping shows Mondays and Thursdays. And then I will be dropping clips also on the channel Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Friday, Saturdays. So big things happening for the channel. Follow us on YouTube, the only sports podcast. You can also listen to the podcast if you don't want to see our beautiful faces on any platform where there's podcasts. If you're using a podcast app that we're not on, it's not a good podcast app. Why do they have podcast apps when we're the only podcast? I don't know, but we're on all of them. So I'm Will, that's Casino, and we'll see you Monday. Don't forget to get your Dutch Bros. Yeah, don't forget your free muffin, your tea. Tell them the Only Sports Podcast sent you, and then take 20 minutes to explain what a podcast says to them. All right, (laughs) casino, have fun at work. Adios. Amigos.